Miami sun, she won't get a chance. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking Welcome to episode 10 in season 2 of the Zone Talk podcast. I am your host, Jamel, uh, and after a little hiatus, the squad is back. We're here with Donovan, Rashad, Devon. Uh, Nap is not with us today. We'll be back next week. Uh, but another week, another great season, uh, another great week of football in the NFL. And this has probably been one of the more lopsided weeks with all the Teams at the top of their divisions losing, a lot of them. And um, just a lot of mix and matching into the standings since we uh, last got together. But before we get to all the games, how are you guys feeling? Feeling good, man. We here. Happy Great. to meet y'all. Let's get Great. this pod in. Facts. That's a fact. As you know, we record on Mondays, so the Monday night game is on right now. Uh, the Bucks are up against the Giants, 17-10. to 10. So there goes the re- recap of that game. Um but where do you guys want to start? There were a lot of great games this week. We know what Devon wanted to start off with. What, the That's past? what you always want to start off with. So <laughs> I let's, mean, let's yeah, I almost let's, forgot like the past played on fucking Thursday, bro. Like I was like, wait, one of the past playing? I look, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I keep seeing their score from against the Falcons. That game felt like so like long ago, but it was a good win. That was a beatdown. Shut down the Falcons, like. That's that solid. Was a, that was a beat down. And it's just like that defense we were just talking about off the pod. Like the past defense seems to be pretty serious. And Mac Jones is definitely holding his own. And like I remember I was one of his critics, honestly. Like I was like, eh, I wish we would have got one. You weren't the only like, one. I wish we would have got one of the other ones. But I mean, Bill definitely saw something. He got I think Mac Jones is a good player. So I could take back you know what I said? I was like, oh, he got to win us the Super Bowl. Like, he got us in first place in the AFC East. And, like, he's been going through the growing pains. But, like, the numbers look all right for, like, a first-year quarterback. And, like, he's continuing to, like – he's got us to a 7-4 record right now. So Definitely, especially in a, relative to the how other quarterbacks and other teams are working out. I mean, we're definitely fortunate to have a good – a pretty solid team around Mac Jones. But – um, we're definitely – this isn't, like, the best offensive team in the league. So, the fact that we're doing what we're doing is um, very encouraging just, you know, in terms of the future. Um, but the Falcons, uh, they are who we thought they were. Um, you know, they played well in a couple of games. And it feels like, you know, all these teams that, you know, you just count out, you know, at, at the most random time, they come back, they win a game, and you think there's some hope there. But – you know, you just kind of fall back to the median. Every team ends up where they're supposed to be, and I think that's how the the rest of the season's going to end up playing out. Um, but it was definitely a great win for the Pats. I'm excited, uh, happy about things going forward. But uh, we got we were just talking about it. We got the Bills, uh, two out of four games uh, over the next month, and then we play the Colts as well. Um, so we, you know, the tough part of our schedule coming up, and we're going to learn a lot more about, you know, what our team is. But I'm glad to say we do have an identity. So – uh, that's more than most teams can say. A few weeks ago, before Odell got traded, I think I said the Pats weren't really a championship contender. Yeah, I'm going to openly 
eat those words. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you know the way that this defense is playing, the way that they're able to create turnovers, yeah, it's and, crazy, and just give Mac Jones so and exciting. company like like added ex- extra opportunities. Like that's the real key behind like you know everything that's going on there. So I mean, the defense doesn't seem like they're about to drop off anytime soon, um, especially with the personnel that you know we were reading about earlier today: Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, and obviously the offense, uh, the defensive line too. So. Yep. And um, obviously, you know, Judon came in as probably the best free agent signing of the offseason. If you're man, that, that's I mean, that's, that's just one of the top <laughs> signings y'all probably ever had. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely out of free agency for sure. Like the way you turn around like an entire defense. It was crazy. it was just yeah, like a match it, made in heaven. It's crazy. <laughs> like he's gotten better. It's a combination of him getting better and just being in the system. And it's quite obvious, like that's the case. Yeah, it's like because it's like because obviously, and I say that because he's not the only one that's thriving in that defense. We have we were talking about how Adrian Phillips has four interceptions, J.C. Jackson has six, I believe, and the the team has Duggar, 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 he's has developed um, out of a Division two school um, pretty well, I'd say. So, and he was a guy that people didn't know when Bill drafted him in the second round. People thought it was high. Um, small school, but I mean, guys, he's a big dude. Uh, he's like six, six two, two. 220. Like, yeah, yeah, I saw that, bro. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, like, like you could tell he was like, look, this as long as this man ain't scared to hit and he know how to, he would want to buy into the call, system, like they, we can make it work. They call him, uh, what, King Something? What, what's the, what the article say? They, oh. got, they got like a, <laughs> I care that might that might have been, uh, what, King Duggar? Yeah, something something like that. Either way, I mean, I, they would they, basically the team. You know, they they just have such a high a high praise, uh, just for especially like considering he, he again he's come out he's come out of a Division two school, and then that says a lot for him to to come in and, and thrive in an NFL system. But at the same time, I'm not even like surprised. I'm sure a lot of people aren't surprised um, with with what the Pats are doing just because like we know who's who's coaching that team and the system that they've they've had in place for for a couple of decades at least um and now they are the what the third best in the AFC as it stands yeah. record wise so far um, first in the AFC East man so far so like i mean i think for me the NFL has just gotten even more interesting when when the Pats are competing um again then it's like you know, I talked about that that even playing field when Tom Brady left. Um, now the Pats are back in the mix um, with Belichick in that defense. So um, I think as long as um, that offense is able to kind of just play a clean, um, clean game, run the football, um, I think the only yeah the only thing holding back this team would be just turnovers, really, um, yeah. just like any team. But I think more so with this team, um, as far as the way the offense is constructed. Um, I think turnovers would be be a thing that um, would stop stop them up to this point. Um, but Mac Jones, he's not doing anything um, that's hurting the team. You know what I mean? He's a rookie, yeah, and yeah. he's he's just uh, you know taking what the defense has given him, um, and he's capitalizing on the opportunities that he's he's been given. So, um, I mean, that's all you can ask for. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Again, I'm not surprised by um, what has. The five-game win streak that uh, New England has. Yeah, hopefully we can keep it up, man. That's what matters uh, because, you know, it's still a long, lot of games left. 
a lot of playoff implications and the way this AFC has been, um, you know, week to week, it's, you know, different teams are taking first, second in those third spots. So um, it could look different in a couple of weeks, but if we keep playing the way we're playing, I mean, I, I, I think we'll be in pretty good shape by the end of the season. Um, and then taking it to, uh, you know, we started with New England, our team. Let's take it to your team, Rashad, the Ravens. Uh, they did sneak by the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I know it's a little oh nerve-wracking. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like this, all these games have been, like, just absurd, like, to watch. I mean, um, and as far as the, the team goes, it's just, like, I think it's really all you need to know about the type of like team that they have. Um, and it's good to see because um, I always talked about with that, when Lamar won MVP uh, 2018, I believe. Um, was it 2018? Or 20, uh, 2019 maybe. I think it was 2019. He was a rookie in 2018. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, they had never like, that year he won MVP, they had never dealt with like adversity. Um, they were so used to to winning and rolling over teams. Um, but then when you saw they got to Tennessee in that divisional game, um, yeah. it was just like they got hit and it was like a shock. And, yeah. um, I mean, the receiving core is just even more polished now. Like, Sammy Watkins coming up big. When I saw him make that yeah. catch, I thought about the, the Super Bowl um, that he had, the, the catch he had against yeah. the 49ers. And I'm just like, all right, well, that's why he's here. Like, right. he yep. didn't do anything up to that point, but when, yeah. it, when it mattered the most, like, He's always good for one, a couple yeah. of those plays every yeah, year. Exactly. Like, whether um, it be usually in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it was, I think like it was just a like for me it was like more of like like an emotional win like for the team and just like being a fan. Oh like, yeah, I it's mean, just crazy because you know Lamar wasn't playing, he got sick. Um, Hollywood wasn't playing, and then you know what I mean. So it it for them to also maintain like. You know, their positioning in the conference, too, like, while your starting quarterback is out is just, like, a crazy thing that, that has happened, especially with all the injuries. Yeah. Um, I think, for me, I mean, you have to put Harbaugh in the, the discussion for Coach of the Year um, for what he's done and how the team has, like, kind of just, you know, been resilient. Definitely, definitely, definitely be in that conversation. And shout-out to Tyler Huntley, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw his interview after yeah. the game. Yeah. Um. But that was that was nice. That yeah. that is like himself, why yeah. you watch the game, why you love the game yeah. type shit. Because he was in there all smiles. Yeah. Didn't care nothing about his yeah. stats, what he did. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, man, I'm just glad to be out here. Like, I yeah. just started a game for the Baltimore Ravens. Like yeah. that was that was so heartwarming to see. And and he was all smiles. And it wasn't the the prettiest win, but I mean, he made some big plays put his team in position to win and you know they all just rallied you know and that's that's what good teams do um and the ravens you know show again like despite the circumstances like they are grinding these wins out like these are some hard-fought games and whether despite the odds like they find a way to win and this is something that um you know they were criticized for you know lamar in particular was criticized for and obviously he didn't play this game but it's just evident that this team as a whole has grown like extensively yeah. from where they were two years ago. Yeah, each year. Yeah, so that's just like great to see. Great for football. Great for the AFC. Yo, on the other hand, though, um, y'all hear about? I've been uh, getting notifications on Twitter about Matt of 
essentially Matt Nagy, the speculation about him being on his way out of Chicago, uh, like he's just completely apparent. He's like completely lost the he's locker room. Out? Huh? Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Just like there are reports coming out, um, journalists saying how players have come out and said that um, you know they're just kind of like fed up and done, like. <laughs> with everything Chicago um, has going on right now or lack thereof. Um, he's just not, he's just not that great. He's very underwhelming. I mean, we, we've expressed that we've he expressed did. our thoughts on uh, how we felt about Nagy or what it kind of like, what it appeared to be and how we felt about, you know, whatever right. he was doing. Um and I guess now um, it doesn't get any easier because Justin Fields is injured. Um, I know Jamel uh, raved about that a lot and has proved us uh, wrong as far as um, we, we thought that, you know, Fields should have come out the gate as a starter, as a number one. Um, and Jamel was mentioning how he didn't think that uh, was a good idea just because he wasn't protected um so yeah that was definitely uh, a big part of it but even so I mean I was very encouraged by what I saw from field obviously between the last like three weeks like from those that first game he started to now like you could tell he's like getting better yeah with those reps so it is unfortunate like it's like damn like yeah you want to have him out there you want him to keep getting better keep building on it but it is also scary because some of the hits he's taken and some of them are like kind of his fault and the other others is just his o-line is just not great um, but it's a mix of both. It kind of reminds me of, like, Russell Wilson. Like, he gets sacked a ton. A lot of the time it's not necessarily his fault, but sometimes, you know, Russ does put himself in those positions. And so he's he's definitely got to be more uh, cautious in the pocket and uh, learn how to slide and, you know, go down before you get hit because if this is the Bears quarterback of the future, um, some broken ribs in year one, I mean, it's not the worst injury, uh, but you definitely don't want to have to go through this, you know, year after year, um, you know, and that's just not a position you want to be in, especially if you have uh, a quarterback that you trust. But we don't know if uh, this is the quarterback they want going forward. I don't know if you guys saw this post-game interview, but Matt Nagy, um, again, got his foot in his mouth. And, you know, they asked him, uh, you know, obviously Andy Dalton came in, played, played pretty well. You know, who do you want to uh, – who's going to start next week um, or when Justin Fields is healthy, assuming it's going to be next week. And he said, you know, uh, you know, we haven't committed to da, 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 anything yet. You know, we're just going to wait and see what happens. Um, depends on practice. So it's like, <laughs> I think that's unfortunate because the Bears aren't in really playoff contention right now. Like, yeah. they're still in the hunt kind of, but not really. Um, and you do want to show that, like, you have faith in Justin Fields. I feel like that could have been a point where you could have been like, hey, hey, once he's healthy, like, you know, you will get him back out there. But we're going to be cautious. We want to take it, you know, a week at a time. Um, I mean, you know Matt Nagy saw that deep ball from Andy Dalton was like, oh, I know. This, this could he, be it. he didn't know what to do. He yeah. was like, he's trying to save his job. <laughs> he's like, well, if Andy can win us some games. Like, <laughs> and it's like, look, man, like, this this season's almost a lost cause. So, I mean, I'm not surprised to hear he's on the hot seat. Um, and, I mean, I hope. It's about that time. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not like people didn't, like, he want get, it to get, happen. Hey, man, <laughs> ten, 10 games out of 18, like, that's – or 17, like, that's pretty good. Word, you got, like, you got a chance. over halfway. You yeah. got a chance. For real. He's just, he just hasn't really capitalized on, like, you know, 
I would say the talent and like as as Rashad was just talking about losing the locker room, like that's to be expected. The way yeah. that you just like flip flop every single interview. Yeah, let me let me pull up the uh, tweet, but y'all can go ahead. Yeah, it, it's um he's definitely someone that you could tell is just wishy washy, and as a player, the last thing you want is a coach who's just like who says one thing and you know he don't mean what he say or the words behind what he's saying are hollow, and he's it's just like ah oh, like. You know, like, we don't really trust you. We're doing this for us because this is our team. But, right. you know, you just like the figurehead as the coach. So, um, yeah, you're there. Yeah, and they're about that time, man. Uh, you know, call Eric Bianami. See what he does. That would be crazy. That would be fire. And he Fields? got the quarterback. You have to go yeah. from Mahomes. Yeah. Go to Fields. Yeah. He, I feel like he'd have, he'd have, I feel like our offensive coordinator, just based off of what we've seen um, from the Chiefs, that he ha- he would have something. Um, I could assume being like somewhat intriguing to, yeah. to what I think Fields would. He would have a nice blueprint, yeah. like for what Fields could do, and like utilize, like making it so it's not Fields fitting a system. It's like we're building the system around Fields and his his skill set and like what he can do, and obviously the players they have. Um, they've tapped into that a little bit this year. Uh, after the first few weeks, but it's just not what. Yeah, this this Matt Nagy is just, he's just, just not. not it. He's just not letting it breathe. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like everything feels. You can so tell he's tight. under pressure. <laughs> yeah, bro. that is. A and man I mean that's that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like you gotta find some shit that's gonna win. <laughs> Fuck letting it breathe. But like, Word. with a with a dude like Justin Fields, that's as talented as he is, can throw the ball as well as he does, and can run. Yeah. Like, you gotta let that shit rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully he gets well soon. Uh, Ravens come out with a critical dub. Uh, Bears are on their way out uh, of the playoff hunt. Uh, But, oh, my gosh, Kadarius. Uh, But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Some other um, crazy games that happened. This was another lopsided one. Uh, The Colts over the Bills. Uh, Smacking the Bills 41-15. to And Rashad said it, man. Jonathan Taylor uh, might be an MVP candidate. Sure Even though he won't, he obviously won't get the award. Yeah. Well, if there, yeah, he probably won't get the award. Um, just because I think the MVP award is a quarterback's award. Um, at the end of the day, but um, but, but I think he's most certainly a, a MVP candidate. Um, because he had five touchdowns yesterday. <laughs> I'm beyond. <honest>. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, I mean, even and it's not just yesterday. It's the game before that. Game before that. Game, game before, before that. that. Like, game before yeah. that. Like he's just like continuously, like hooping, a thousand yards up, through ten games or yeah. eleven games, putting up numbers. Yeah, I was telling a shot. I was like, I wish Derrick Henry was healthy because Derrick Henry was on a good pace, but he did have some games where he didn't average like the highest yards per carry. He just had a ton of touches, and like the yardage just obviously piles up because of that. But in the last four weeks, with the pace Jonathan Taylor has been on, if Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor could have been going neck for neck and neck like fun. to the end of the season, that would be crazy. But the only reason I, um, I'm just adamant about Jonathan Taylor not winning MVP is because if we didn't give it to Derrick Henry, the motherfucker ran for two thousand yards. Like, no, no running back deserves it then. At that point, did he also have the touchdown lead? I don't know. Uh, probably. No, nah, yeah, he'll he'll get offensive player of the year. That'll that'll be yeah. him. Yeah, he better. Who Taylor? Yeah, yeah. I hope I think so. Because so. I don't think any there's quarterbacks that are probably going to win an MVP, but I don't know that there's a quarterback 
in the or is it AFC Offensive Player of the Year and NFC Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a quarterback. The second quarterback. Oh well, I guess it wouldn't be the second quarterback, depending on who wins MVP. But yeah, I, yeah, he could definitely win Offensive Player of the Year though, AFC, especially if he continues this pace. Um, but this was huge. I mean, you want to talk about the Pats? You know, being in first place in the AFC East, the Bills. Uh, I think they've lost two out of the last three, something like that. Um, and you know, it's it's not looking great for them. But obviously, they have Josh Allen at the helm. Still a, a good football team. They're just uh, they're struggling right now. Um, oh, no, it's only it's only one offensive player of the year. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He should still win though. Hopefully, he does. Um, but as you were saying about the Bills. But this Bills team, um, they've been struggling the last few weeks. Uh, Stephon Diggs had two touchdowns, so about only four catches, 23 yards. And um, Josh Allen, 209 yards, 21 for 35, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Matt Breida, their leading rusher. <laughs> so no Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. It's crazy. I think they're like the worst running backs, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Not even the worst, but they're just like the least effective on yeah. like any team. I can say that for Devin Singletary, bro. I had no. him in fantasy last year, bro, and I was just like, bro, like minimal production yeah. every game. <laughs> Yo, real quick, I asked Jamel last night, y'all taking Mike Davis or Devin Singletary? Very random, by the way. But that just came they're to my both, head. They're both overwhelming or underwhelming. I yeah, I was about say. to say. Honestly, <laughs> overwhelmingly I'm, underwhelming. I'm, overwhelmingly <laughs> underwhelming. That might be the best way to put it. <laughs> no, like I don't know what it is about Devin Singletary either. Like he doesn't have a nose for the end zone. Like he just like gets touches. I know part like, of it is the Bills scheme because they just don't has, run the like, ball. Runs too. where like all right, I'm like all right, like damn, what that, was this? See, that's what I was saying because like he does have some. I've seen him be explosive yeah, on some but runs. It's just, like, fair never to say, enough. But, fair to say his opportunities are limited though. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of that's just, like, think, the system, though. I don't think, I don't I don't think, think that's, think, like... Honestly, personally, I don't believe his ability is a question. And I think... I question it, his ability. I mean, he may not be, like, a number one running back. Like, he might... Uh, I mean, how, I my like, thing do is, you make an argument that he's in the wrong system? You could. But I, that's but the like, point I was about to... That's what I, I was kind of hinting at. If that's the case, any running back in that system would... Uh, well... Yeah, because, I mean, the Bills system isn't running back friendly. They're not targeting the running back a ton. You don't run the ball a lot. You play your role as, like, a blocker. You go out for routes and stuff, but you're not a focal point, really, of the offense. And so it's not really a running back friendly offense. Right. So I guess we can, like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, But at the same time, you would hope that if a guy like Matt Breida is coming in the last two weeks and and showing some explosiveness in the same offense – um, but he's a, he's also a burner too. So he's got. A I was gonna say he's been used in a very particular yeah. way. Yeah, and they've tapped into that a little bit. And um, he had the, he led the team in carries. So uh, if if they want to continue with that, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Adds a little spark there, but they need to find something that's gonna help them win games down the line because uh, beatdowns like this are, are are not gonna cut it, especially if they want to win the AFC East with the way we play it. Forty-one to fifteen. They got smoked. And obviously their run defense is trash, if you couldn't tell. I mean, the, the Colts are probably the best in the league right yeah, now. That's also true. But so. the Bills have also had this as a weak spot for a while. Like, the last two years, they've let teams beat them on the ground. It's just – it shouldn't get this bad. Like, 
Yeah. You letting somebody average like 10 yards a carry on you or five, five and a half. All right, man. We talking about the Colts. Can we just get to this shit? Can we get to the Titans, please? <laughs> like, oh man! You mean get to the Texans? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But this is this is this is uh fucking awful. Yeah, Tyrod winning the game with no touchdown passes, but he did have that sick run. Oh yeah, two uh, rushing two TDs. Rushes, the one so. where he hurtled in. Oh yeah, that was tough. That was wild. That was yeah, like, I, yeah, I honestly wish I wish somebody would do that and just like dunk, do the dunking animation <laughs> while doing it. I don't know if you get flagged for that, no, but actually, you know they get flagged no, for no. that. It's like the same thing. You Yo, can it's play funny it off. You say that, you know bro. they get flagged you, for that. You can play because you like that. trying to get the ball across the line. I like where I've seen it, there was some. There was an LSU running back, I think, who was doing that to people in college football games, bro. He was just like when you get oh, to multiple the end zone, times. Yes, bro. He did it like four times. I was like, "Yo, this dude's a sicko, bro." Like he's really out here, like yeah, that's crazy. Dunking on fools, bro. Anyway, like YouTube for that one. That sounds crazy. Yo, nah, I'm telling you. Pull it up. Uh, Yo, Ryan Tannehill, man. I'm going I'm to have to write you personally at some point. Yes, and, guy, and let you know, like, I'm very disappointed hey. in your play the last Yo, you know what I was thinking about weeks. today? So, I, we, I did, I don't know if it was off the pod, but we did have a debate about top 12 quarterbacks, and I was like, Tannehill is just not one of them. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I remember that. I don't sure. want like, I don't want to pinpoint this game in particular. But at the same time, like, I'm going to, for the sake of my argument, because <laughs> uh, p- part of my argument was that I mean, I think as far as Tannehill and his situation with the Titans at the time, I felt as if like he was a product of his system. Because obviously Derrick Henry was there and he has AJ Brown. But, and I think I saw what his floor was in Miami when he didn't have a crazy running back. Maybe that one year Jay Ajayi showed <laughs> <laughs> off. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, um, Part of that was, I mean, granted, they didn't have great weather in that game, too. It was, like, pouring rain. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I think as far as that goes um, and him not having Derrick Henry, like, we now know what a game could potentially look like if, you know, they can't establish a, a run game. Um I mean, they what? had a hundred. They, they had, had 100, 100, yards 100 yards as a as a team. Um, but but it's a bad day at the office, man. But but Tannehill yeah. Tannehill had fifty two attempts, um, and I think with that for fifty two attempts and four interceptions, uh, that's not acceptable, obviously. But um, I think that just tells me as far as like my thing was as a quarterback, like I think being able to to kind of pass the ball without you know, at a at a high level without those types of mistakes, such as the four interceptions. Like, I don't think he's ever displayed that um, really in his in his career um, without without those certain pieces around him. So that's kind of like I think this this game kind of like is kind of what I was getting at as far as um, him being him not being a top twelve quarterback at, at the time. 
I think at the time that we were having the conversation is before the is before the season started. I well, yeah, I think he was a top twelve quarterback. Like at this moment in time, he may not be a top twelve quarterback in the NFL. Agreed, but I didn't. I the, my reasoning for not giving him the top twelve nod is because, I mean, I think when we talk about top quarterbacks in my in my eyes, we're we're looking at guys um, who we've seen not work with much um, within their careers and have still made it happen, a.k.a. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, like those types of guys um, have shown, like, okay, even if I don't have everything around me, like I'm still going to make it work. Like I don't think Tannehill is a, a, a quarterback that you can, like, heavily depend on as far as, you know, we need you to win this game for us and we're going to air it out and, you know, we're going to do our thing. Uh, because we have you at the helm, like I think to me, those are those guys. You know, those are the types of guys that are considered top quarterbacks. Where, but I mean, you, I mean, I you feel like named, those are like six the, guys. Though, yeah, <laughs> and I feel, I feel like you're getting after like, him. This yeah, is one like, game. This is, yeah, it like, was poor weather conditions, but like at the same time, you're a professional quarterback, and right. it is the Houston Texans. So it's like if any team you were to, to be able to come out here and like dice them up with 52 attempts, like. You would want it to be them or, like, just for him to show, like, a little better production. Like like you said, four picks is unacceptable. It, I mean, it is it is one game, but it's and like one I've, game. I feel like I've seen – I definitely have seen him, like, like – I've seen him have good games with no run game. Have very, yeah. Like, like when the running game but hasn't like, been there. It's just, so. like, like you said, like, the consistency and, like, having yeah, him that, be, that, yeah. like, that type of guy. Like, we have – Over the, over the course of the us, season. He's proving us, like, that, like, he can do it, but it's not, like, consistent. I just think there's just more room for volatility without a solid run game. Like, he can still have those highs, but he will have probably lower lows. Um, Donovan, would you take – Kirk Cousins or Brian Tannehill? I'm still taking Kirk. Tannehill. Oh, I'm Kirk going Kirk. Really? Kirk. Like, Kirk any given, like, um, if you're take, if you're making a squad, and you're like, I'm taking Tannehill Kirk or Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is one of the best QBs in the league. Y'all know how I feel. You taking nah, Tannehill? Like, Kirk Cousins has been sitting Tannehill? on my fantasy bench, I'm still being productive, right? yeah. and he's getting his I'm start like, this week because Mahomes <laughs> yeah, is on the bye. Yo, same so here, I got him for that purpose, and he's because. gonna serve it. Because he's put up 33 this oh, past week. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. Kirk Cousins, I mean, Kirk Cousins has been playing. He's been playing Speaking pretty well. Speaking of Kirk, yo, we got to talk about the Vikings, though. No, we definitely will. Yeah, we're we're, 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 we're going to get off this. But nice. like, Kirk Cousins, like, still has those Kirk Cousins-esque plays. Like, there was a pick before there was. Oh, yeah. He, he did was, have two terrible throws. You know what throws. I mean? Like, those throws were <laughs> that there. didn't count, but they were awful and would have lost the game. And so, like, I mean. <laughs> he it, did ball out, though. I'm looking at these numbers right now. I know, but you ain't see them two two throws. They yeah, was picks. Like, one was a penalty and one. One was a one was a drop off the yeah, ground. Yeah. That the DB it was clearly barely, had. It was like, barely a drop. The yeah. ones that hit the, hit the stat sheet. Wait, what were the penalties, though? What, pass uh, interference? It was roughing the passer. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, those, you know those, have, I, those, by the way, are like terrible. Those calls. are killing the game right now. Those are terrible. Yeah, that's it's, no. That's not only killing. That's a, the that's game, a conversation but, for another day. Because <laughs> some of these, these, I don't know, but this roughing is like weird today. Like, I don't know, man. Just the overemphasis on it. Like, I get it, but it's like, damn. On like, you really like changing? No, nah, on uh, roughing the passer. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, just like a guy hitting the quarterback in the face, like, with his hand accidentally. Yeah, like, it's just like anything like that. 
it's it's getting thrown yeah, and like yeah. I mean, even you've seen like light pushes <laughs> get those flags have been called too. So it's just I wish there was more consistency, but I mean, it is what it is. That's just kind of the way the league's going right now. Um, but I mean, the Vikings big divisional win over the Packers, thirty four, thirty one. Justin um, Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson went Looking absolutely elite. nuts. Devontae Adams was talking him up all week, and he went out there and did yeah. like exactly what Devontae Adams was talking about. Eight catches, 169, averaged 21 yards a catch and two touchdowns. And he had – his route running was exceptional. Like, it always is for the most part, but it, there's just some plays you like, damn, like, y'all, the defense is lost. And you can't cover this man. <laughs> and then you cover him, and Thielen is now getting open <laughs> in intermediate parts of the field. I'm like, this Vikings offense is like. I might have to go after Jeff- Justin Jefferson next year in fantasy. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you I should. I had to. Because uh, the separation he gets is just, like, silly. For real, yeah. It's like, like, I mean, it's like everything, though. It's like everything he does, like, he just does very well. Um I mean, he definitely reminds me of like Devontae Adams when I'm watching him. Like, you saw just, you saw that, that stat, caliber of player. You saw that stat that was circulating. Uh, him and Randy, they both have. Yeah, they're both tied for the most hundred yard games in yeah. two seasons. So like far. eleven, Gosh, yeah. eleven, something crazy. Yeah. And yeah, Justin Jeff still has what <laughs> seven more games, eight more games. Sheesh! And he had what fourteen hundred yards last year. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you really forced it. So, like, really, and he team. almost had a thousand now, probably. I would assume. Wait, we I think we talked about it before, but what was Odell's numbers his rookie year? Because I know it was something crazy. It was not fourteen hundred. But the crazy thing is though, about Odell's season is that he missed his rookie year. He missed like six games. Twenty twenty fourteen. Thirteen hundred. He had twelve games. Yeah, thirteen hundred. Twelve games, thirteen hundred yeah. yards. He would have easily. Like he would have cra- had like sixteen hundred yeah. as a rookie. Yeah. And that would have been the record, right? As a as Yeah. Yeah, sure. probably. But anyways. Yeah, that would have uh, been crazy. Justin Jefferson, he's like that. Uh, he's, to he, say the least, <laughs> and the Vikings finally get a win that like they sh- like they just don't choke. Like every time I feel like I watch Vikings games yeah. and they blow leads, and they, it's like put together two. In it's a row. the most frustrating thing. I can't even imagine being a Minnesota fan. Um, but I mean, you're on the up and up. You know, you're three and five. You're five and five now. You got to win over the Packers. Oh my god! Wow, that was an awful interception. Daniel, you threw it right wow. Home. Danny Dime right to the other team. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Danny Dimes what? is. Danny Pennies. That was a good one. Wow. I appreciate it. Danny Pennies. Yeah, that was uh, That might be an episode name. (laughs) Oh. But nonetheless, man, good win for the Vikings. Um, Packers. uh, I think Aaron Rodgers actually had balled out. um, That being said, and he also has something that's worse than turf toe, apparently. um, Which doesn't sound good for the the future. um, Because turf toe is a bitch, I've heard. Um, but 385, four touchdowns, 23 for 33. Yeah, messed up toe. Yeah, yeah. He said the he got stepped on it early, too. Yeah, that's – I know. I know uh, getting stepped on hurt when you don't have turf toe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Facts. Yeah, they said – I mean, got turf toe. I know that shit killed. And you know it's cold. Word. 
Oh yeah, I know it's freezing. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully the Packers can uh, at least keep it up to. And I don't know how it's gonna work out if Aaron Rodgers have turf though. Like yeah, I, he, I, I gotta know. How, I think they got a bye week after this week, so that's yeah. Gonna be huge. I mean, he he gonna have a bye week for the next three weeks. <laughs> he yeah, he's not it. practicing. <laughs> yeah, like he he better yeah. not if they want to make a playoff run. They luckily they have a little cushion, but I don't know if it's gonna be enough to hold them off if they gotta go with Jordan Love. Um, he did not look like he was ready, at least not from that single. He's not single ready. Game. But it was kind of cool how, like, at the end of that game, they went back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. that, that was promising. Valdez scandling. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. like that was a good game to watch, especially towards the end. So, all oh, this week, yeah, it was a good one. What else we got here? So we had uh, Steelers and the Chargers. Uh, that was the primetime game last night. Chargers ended up beating the Steelers forty-one to thirty-seven. That was a dog fight. Um, About twenty-seven points in the yeah, fourth twenty-seven quarter. in the fourth by the Steelers. Uh, Chargers just barely hung on uh, to get that win. And that Chargers team, I mean, they're just – they're good, but they just need – I don't know. I mean, Eckler went crazy. Um, and Keenan Allen played great. Mike Williams played great. Uh, what, are you, what are you saying? Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? I don't know. There's just, just something what? about them that that – just needs work. I don't know what. Yeah, I remember like this wasn't the, like as clean of a win towards as it, the beginning as it of the been. season. Like we were seeing the Chargers and we we're like, oh, like this is one of the best teams. Yeah, like they can be, but I feel like they just like aren't like I don't, I don't know they what don't it is. Really impose their will. Like I mean, they did get this game done, and it was like, but in the fourth yeah. quarter, like twenty-seven points allowed. Like, yeah, like, yeah. How does that happen to a team that you've been shutting yeah. out for the? Third quarter, you shut them out. How do you allow 27 fourth quarter points? I did see the uh, would they have a block punt or whatever? Yep, this game was turned. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was a crazy game. game. Was turned. Um, but yeah, it definitely needs work. And that boy Key, the Steelers though. Um, Wait, what was his numbers? He had not nine receptions. If you look at Keenan Allen's last, and I'm obviously talking like I own him in fantasy because I do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, his, la- me, but his last like three games, he's been getting force fed the ball. Yep. Um, he's like been always consistent, like Jamel said. Uh, um, he's always been like a consistent option at receiver um, for whatever quarterbacks he's played for. Um, he's like a the re- he gets like so many receptions. Um, it's just kind of automatic with him. Like yeah, third downs, but, like big plays. Like I mean. They rely on him a lot. I mean, he wasn't the only one. Austin Eckler. Yeah. He four <laughs> touchdowns, two Austin rushing, Eckler. two receiving, averaging four and a half yards a carry, six six yeah. catches, 65 yards. Like, bro, guys are do it all, like, back. Like, I mean, they didn't even feed him the ball a lot rushing-wise. I mean, he only had 11 carries, but still had 50 yards. They had two touchdowns on the ground. It looked like every time they got in the red zone, they was just looking for him. Like, whether it had been him going on a route, him rushing the rock. Like, he was getting touchdowns from, like, eight yards out, 10 yards out, 12 yards out. Like, so that that was good to see. And I sound like somebody who got Eckler on my fantasy team. No, I do. Yeah. Bro, he just got a <laughs> nose for the, for the end zone. Yeah. That's all it is. Definitely one of those guys. And um, Nah, but Keenan Allen has seen 37 targets through three games. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because, um, like, you just I feel like I always knew, like, Keenan Allen, like, earlier in the season they were feeding Mike Williams so much. 
I was like, eventually Keenan Allen's got gonna get back in this mix. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, there's it no was, way it's gonna be that lopsided yeah. all season, and and it's nice to see he's getting the type of volume that Mike Williams was getting in weeks one through four. Um, obviously, he doesn't have the same touchdowns and all that, but. I mean, he he makes big play after big play after big play. He's a very fun guy to watch. I think they just recognize like the offense just runs better when it's through him. Yeah, through in the air. through him being Keenan Allen yeah. in the air as opposed to all right, like we're gonna make we're gonna make Mike Williams the focal point yeah. of our passing offense. Yeah, because those are I mean, yeah. and, and I think um they recently haven't been throwing the ball downfield as much. Uh, I think Justin Herbert's average depth of target like was like seven yards. Um, and Mike Williams did make a couple of big plays, but I think in general, um, you know, they got to keep building on the on that too. Right? It has to be Keenan Allen and Mike Williams continuing to play at those levels because they play their best football when you're incorporating both. Like Keenan Allen can play a short game, intermediate game, and Mike Williams deep. Like that's hard to cover. Like I don't know many teams that can be able to handle that. So right. Uh, but what else? What other games are? Uh, Solid to watch. Uh, Cole McCoy, he deserves some love. I feel yeah, like and King uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury yeah, is also another, another guy, Coach of the Year candidate. Definitely. I remember um, I was saying that earlier in the like James Conner out here. Yeah, he's out here. Uh, I, I saw AJ Green catch on somebody's neck yesterday too. Uh, he's he's been a very pleasant surprise uh, for Cardinals fans especially. Um, and they're still winning without Kyler Murray and, and D-Hop for damn near a month. Um, so that's highly impressive. Um, and clearly they are doing something right. Um, they've seemed to figure out a system in Arizona um, because if Colt McCoy and, and you know, the backups um, are contributing and, and winning games, then that says a lot about the type of system you have in Arizona. Um yeah, I mean, Colt McCoy, <laughs> 35 for 44, 328, and two touchdowns. Where was this when he got drafted? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is – this type of this type of attack, passing attack, because he was pretty highly touted. I think he was a what, a third-round pick? No, I think he might have been earlier than that. Was he? Bro, he really might have been a first-round pick. I remember he got talked about it. Nah, third-round pick. Oh. Yep, 85th pick in uh, the 2010 draft. By the, well, oh, he was, to he the was, Browns. Well, all right. Well, yeah. He was highly touted, though. <laughs> Where careers go to die. Yeah, nah. He's having a <laughs> resurgence right now. It's, yeah. <laughs> a resurgence as an NFL backup. Hey, man, he's made a pretty Whenever penny. Whenever I think of Cole McCoy, it's mad funny. I always think about that game, that national championship game where he got knocked out by, oh, uh, yeah, what was yeah. that dude's name? Marcel I Darius, that- I think. No, 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 no. That was when he was in the NFL. Nah, I think it was in the... Did James Harrison hit? Nah, it was college football. I don't know. You might be talking about the James Harrison hit, bro. Nah. Because James Harrison lit him up. Well, this hit didn't even look that crazy. That's the crazy thing. But it was like... We might... I mean, he probably... It probably could have happened in the national championship. And then he, like, was out of the game in the first quarter. But, you know... It's 2021, and Colt McCoy is the quarterback <laughs> of the Arizona Cardinals, and not the uh, Texas Longhorns. So you know he's on to better things. But Zach Ertz, eight catches, yeah. 88 yards, two I touchdowns. Mean, he's been doing his thing since he got to. Why did the, the Eagles trade him? What did they get? Nah, they I mean was, they, they, they were just Goddard. they just resigned Dallas Goddard to a four-year deal with man guaranteed money. So clearly, 
they want to make him the focal point, but I feel like that's a lot for somebody who ain't been on the field all like all that much. Like, that I don't you know. see, but you Dude. see him, nah, see but him, nah, bro. But I feel like the production don't match like the the money. Like, I feel like who's this? I feel like Art? the Eagles cut a bargain their way to a little bit less guaranteed money. Like, I get the four year deal, but they I never, I like never understood a, that uh, fully. What the Eagles did as far as bringing in Dallas Goddard and like wanting to make him. I mean, uh, they, he drafted him in like the second round. I think he was pretty high draft pick. Um, yeah, but he, like, what were, what were the plans as far as? And I also kind of felt like. I mean, this was the plan: replace Zach Ertz. But but I was gonna say I felt like this process was kind of dragged out in a sense. Well, with Zach Ertz, it's because Zach Ertz complained all last year, and like I don't know if he requested a trade, but I think he. I think he requested a trade, and, and then they didn't he was trade like, him. Oh, I, yeah. I want to stay, and then. Yeah, yeah, and then. He ended up getting traded, and so, um, I mean, it, it it makes sense, I guess, if you got a lot of faith in him, and he is a good player. Don't get me wrong, um, I you know I just don't know if I would have coughed up that much money. But the Pats just played Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry, and Hunter Henry's making all his money, which is great because he's you know earning it. But Johnu Smith, uh, I need more from him. So you gotta stay healthy. You gotta be available. Yeah. Yeah, availability is the best ability. 57? 57 million extension. That's a lot. Who's this? I mean. Who's this? Dallas Dallas Goddard. Goddard. But it is the tight end. It's like. Is is, fantasy? Nah. (laughs) What you mean? I mean, like, because in fantasy, when there's a scarcity of tight ends and you got a good tight end, it's like, or you have a, a solid tight end. He gets like an upgrade because of the scarcity of tight ends, but I feel like in the, in like the actual NFL, the tight end position doesn't have to be like a necessary like. Ah, well, it can nah, be. But the, if you have an upper echelon tight but end, is he an upper echelon tight end? I, I think mean, that's what I'm like trying uh, to get. Man, at. We're getting completely away from this Cardinals Seahawks game. But, yeah, let's um, just go to the Eagles. But like you're <laughs> you're seeing what's going on with Jalen Hurts, and you're seeing that's true. you're seeing the maturation of this offense. And they're probably still one more receiver away from, like, being a legitimate threat. But, like, they're able to make things work. And you see Dallas Goddard, obviously, this game leading at 12 yards a catch. Like, I don't know. It's it's a long-term – obviously, it's a long-term deal. It's an extension, but – Yeah, I mean, they just – he has gotten better. Um, So, I I just – I mean, I just they're betting on him getting continuing to get better. You know, right. I think that's all it is. Um, you know, and Jalen Hurts does love to target tight ends, and Dallas Goddard has been one of his favorite targets this year. Um, but going to the Eagles game, uh, they won against the New Orleans Saints, forty to twenty nine. It really uh, wasn't that close. Was not that close. Um, Trevor Simeon is not the quarterback of the future for the Saints, if anyone uh, didn't think so. Um, but more than anything, all right, let's get through the, the Eagles part of this. They ran the ball like 50 times. Miles Sanders, 16 carries, 94 yards. Jalen Hurts, 18 carries, 69 yards. Jordan Howard, 10 carries, 63 yards before he got hurt. And then Boston Scott, 6 carries, 16 yards. So you're talking about 40, 40 touches right there or 50, 50. Um, That's wild. So this right here, this is your Eagles. This is their identity. And that's it. And that's against <laughs> – Probably top three run defense. Exactly. Like, if this is working against a a defense like the Saints, like you, like obviously they they could have passed the ball better, but still, like making that that rushing attack the focal point, 
is clearly something that's working for them. Uh, they've done it the last few weeks without Miles Sanders, and it was working. And so you get him back. He has a little more of an explosive element along with Jalen Hurts. It opens things up for everyone. Devonta Smith still makes plays down the field. Um, but you can definitely see there's like a run-centric offense. And, uh, you know, they, they, they look good when they do it. So hopefully they can continue to make that push in the NFC East because, you know, if they get a – they can get a win on the Cowboys next time they play. They did lose one to them, but uh, if they can get one on them going forward, you know, you never know what's going to happen by the end of the season. And this defense has been coming up big. What was it? Uh, Darius Slay had oh his third, third touchdown in four games. Yeah. Um, um, just to just to button up like that rushing point, but like 50, 50 carries. Like their time of possession for this game, the Eagles held the ball for thirty seven minutes, and oh the Saints God. for twenty two. Like. Yeah, you're not going to win a game holding the ball for 22 minutes. Um, not unless you're the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and we'll get to them because um, – actually, we'll, let's just Ooh. get to them now because they had an ugly game too. I didn't even like this when – particularly because I, me and Devon both have Mahomes and Kelsey <laughs> in fantasy, and we both have Kirk Cousins as a backup. So <laughs> yeah. to see Kirk Cousins light it up and to see Mahomes – have a pick, no touchdowns, and the Chiefs putting up just 19 points. I thought this was going to be like a high-scoring 40 to 40 to 50, 45, 48, like dog fight. This was just like the worst kind of dog fight. Yeah, for a fantasy owner at least. I mean, yeah. the Chiefs are just – they found a way to get it done. So, like, for the sake of their season, it's like, all right, like they're not like a lost cause. Like they're very much alive in everything that they need to do. But it's just like, bro – Fantasy wise, bro, you gotta be kidding me, bro. Yeah, I'm sick. But still, and, and but like, like you can't. Bench I'd be nervous because you know he's liable to go for fifty. Like. Facts. Yeah, no. Fantasy wise, it's the most frustrating thing ever. Um, so you gotta just rock with him, but but it's, it's annoying. Positive thing: the the Chiefs' defense did play well, um, and so that was definitely a big positive for them, especially against a, a team like the Cowboys, whose offense is kind of their bread their um, you know, their focal point. Uh, that's kind of what gets them to win games. Uh, but if I was a Chiefs fan, I'd kind of be pretty nervous um, a little bit. Just you're not as secure about a playoff run to the Super Bowl as you are the last couple of years. I mean, uh, they're, they're, they're Chiefs are, just, I mean, Chiefs are just as good as, just as, good as anybody um, in the AFC. Um, yeah, they just – Like that, yeah. They're yeah, getting I just their feel wins like, out the mud, though. Yeah, they've just shown some more vulnerabilities this year, and obviously they're not going to be perfect all the time. They had a lot of success the last couple of years with a lot of plays that went their way. A lot of those plays are just not going their way. Travis Kelsey with a bad drop turned into a pick for Mahomes. Like, it, it was just – Yeah, just things that need to be cleaned yeah, up. Yeah, things uh, that need to be like. cleaned up. And there's still a lot of games left to do it. Like, they're winning games, and they're, they're playing like this. But at some point, you'd like to see them go on a run where they play, you know, better football and continue to win those games. Um, it is so much easier to go through these types of, like, growing pains in the season when you're winning. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, always yeah. learn when like, we won. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's smooth. It's smooth. Any yeah. mistake you made, you're like, I'm just going to make it right next week. Yeah, but yeah. we still got the dub. And that's what they're doing right now. And, uh, like, you know what I thought about? That reminds me of uh, that Dolphins game they won the other week. When that tackle caught the screen. Oh, against the, against the Ravens? That was like, crazy. That's funny because they won. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> if they lost that game, <laughs> they would have been having a different conversation. But it was all jokes because, oh, 
Oh, Saquon oh, about to run out his knees, man. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on, on the other on the flip side, uh, the Cowboys. I I just saw. As of like a few hours ago, Demarcus Lawrence soon to come off IR for them. Nice, that's big. Micah Parsons looking good too. He's looking oh my gosh, no, he's looking amazing. Yo, nah, bro, he beat he beat Demarcus Micah Parsons beat Demarcus Ware's rookie sack record. We're <laughs> twelve. Ga- we're what eleven, 11 games, games in? in, and we're not talking about no slouch. Demarcus Ware is a Hall of Famer and right. a legend, right? And for Micah Parsons. Who what what people don't understand is playing a stand up linebacker half the time and then filling in as a pass rusher because they don't have a pass rush, so he don't even play a full time pass rusher. Like he's playing, it, it's nuts, bro. He puts his hand in the dirt when he wants to pass rush and when they want to send him. Like he gets pressure, he gets home. This dude's a special talent. He's a, he's a very exciting player to watch. That was what the number ten pick. He was the number ten pick for them. Yeah, I think. Something yeah, I like believe that. so. Um, yeah, way to that always makes you feel good when you know you hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, early you too. You hit on one of those because Hard Knocks knew they hit. I <laughs> focus on him and his <laughs> his people. I was like, yeah, all right, I get it now. <laughs> they gave him mad screen time. Mad screen he, he time. Was, he was what playing chess with <laughs> Ben DiNucci. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro. What? Yeah. What a time. <laughs> and speaking of hard knocks, I think that uh that midseason hard knock starts this week or mm. right? Uh with the Colts. Um Yeah, definitely wanna check that out. So I'm definitely gonna tune in on that. I saw some video from that, like a snippet, like one of the I think it must have been like his running back coach was talking to the GM and he was like, Jonathan Taylor's like probably the best like offensive talent in the league, like and he knows it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, you know, he's doing his thing. But it's definitely gonna be cool to see like what that team's going through. Yeah, I'll definitely be interested to see how how that all plays out. Middle of the season is crazy too. Yeah. Yeah, that's absurd to me. There's a hard knocks during the season. I love it. That's that? gonna, wait. That's incredible. You don't have to watch that. Oh, like, yes. how do you like? You can't ignore Tonight. that. Like, that's literally like a part <laughs> of like it becomes part of like what you're doing as an NFL player. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, as, even yeah, if that's kind of crazy. To, even if you want to not. Like, a coach could be like, oh, like, we got distractions. Like, no, like, there's literally a camera crew. Like, Yeah, and it's like they are, like, that's also in your salary and, like, contract and shit, I'm sure, like, that. Yeah, they better oh, be. You got to do all that shit. Like, <laughs> if they were your team, like, you, yeah, like, if you chosen for it, hey, yeah. it's part of the contract. Like, you'll get you'll Fulfill get your, your duties as an NFL player. Do your duty. Um, What other games you got? Uh, let's go to that. Football team Panthers game. Uh, just because Cam was back, um, he had an electric electric interest. I, entrance. Wow, uh, I think they played coming home um, when he walked into the stadium. There's a video of it. Yeah, I did see. It looks that. nuts. Like for all the fans cheering Cam back in the Carolina blue. Like yeah. I was like, damn. Like I yeah. really hope they won you that know, game. But you know that like him being back elevated his level of play. And that the Panthers are just the team that he's meant to be on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that just because when he scored off of one of his touchdowns, he pulled a T.O. and went to the middle of the field and celebrated yeah. on the logo. <laughs> like, I would assume that he wouldn't have done that in New England. Oh, no. I can't. Probably, I can't. Probably not. I don't know. In any case, though, um, 
You're very right about that. <laughs> so right There's about no that. Way. No that. way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Absolutely no shot. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, um, that's crazy. I that's mean, team culture cut. for you. Yeah. Um, this is just like I mean, it's a, it looks like it's a good fit. Um, they knew after the Cardinals game that he was going to be the starter. Um, and we saw why early on in the game, um, he quickly established himself, um, back as the number one. And, uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but when Sam Darnold comes back, I don't know if he's going to have, Oh um, no, he's not. He's no, 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 no. That's over. <laughs> That's done with <laughs> that Sam Darnold project. Yeah. What, is did over. They, what did they give up to get him? It's over. It was like a six rounder, I think. Yeah, it wasn't much. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I believe it was a six rounder. No, once yeah. they got Cam and they gave him ten mil guaranteed money. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sam, you can sit on the bench. We saw what you did. You know, <laughs> you are now a backup. We yeah, yeah. You you're did. now a backup, and you're a good backup. You know, solid backup to have. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll I mean, find out, but as a, like I think no. Yeah, like in the tier like, of backups, it like, takes, he's a like higher this end might, backup. Like, because he he's been like the guy pretty much. Like he was the guy for New York, and now he's gonna feel like what it's like to just like be on the bench for a little bit, and that might be good for him. I don't know. It might, like, man. It might be. <laughs> <I, I, I, laughs> it's like some discipline. <laughs> I, you gotta sit on that bench. You get punished. Look at how it's done, because. You're not doing nah, it. it's definitely been a rough. I mean, him being drafted uh, I don't to the think Jets he's a at bad the, quarterback. That's him the being, thing. I think him being drafted to the Jets at the time he was drafted there, um, just wasn't obviously wasn't good for him. Um, so, and fast forward to now, um, Cam Newton's a quarterback now. I um, mean, when you bring in, I think when a team brings in a, a caliber player. Um, that we've seen Cam Newton to be, I think it shows their intentions as far as where they're at, um, as far as the quarterback and, position. And the same thing they was talking about with Cam in New England and how's that gonna mesh with Mac Jones yeah. if he was there during the season. Yeah. And Cam talked about in his pod like, yo, my aura, like my personality, my presence might yeah. make someone feel threatened. That alone tells me Sam Darnold's not gonna be starting. He's gonna be shook in his boots if he had to come back and they made a decision to start him and Cam's right there like. Do something. Mess up. I dare you. <laughs> Let me come in here and do something for my city. I mean, yeah, it's like, crazy because when the pass released him, I was like, I understand. But, like, I, I hated to see it because I, I like Cam a lot. But it's like he's a former MVP, like, waiting yeah. to get yeah, back to that form. That's like, true. And he's this, just, like, waiting. Like, <laughs> and this so, team, I mean, hopefully he has a chance to. But it just sucks that they came up and this, short. Yeah, this was a good yeah, game, Yeah, I too. wish they had one. This was that, a that great game been, for Cam. been right. dope. This team, this team is complete for him. Like, if he can step in into the into the driver's seat and like make this shit go, because like you think about it, the defense is pretty solid. Yeah, exactly. Their yeah. running back is back, and yeah. now you got DJ Moore who's matured into yeah. like a yeah. This is a this is a better team than when Cam was originally here. Like he has some of the same guys, but it's a better team. Like defensively, you have a better team. Yeah. Offensively, you're talking about when he was when he when he when he was whoa they had like six oh, yeah. all pros K one short after well yeah after Keekly left Thomas Davis like yeah that's true oh <laughs> like, yeah yeah they ain't got yeah, dogs I, like I, that I see no what you're more. saying though but I feel I like in terms of offensively offensively yeah, yes. the talent he has like that's taken a step up like he was with DJ Moore but DJ Josh Moore now was different than DJ Moore before then you got McCaffrey still but yeah I wish they would have came out with a dub. 
Um, that would have just made this like a storybook moment, but it's not. I mean, on uh, for the for the football team, that's their second straight win. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And against Taylor yeah. Heineke, balled yeah. out too. Yo, I was telling Jamel, man, uh, balled out. My take, my take about the football team and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the football team is at four and six, and the Seahawks are what three and seven or something like that. So, I'm right. <laughs> nah, you're getting your shit off this podcast. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, said so he needs. Yeah, I think his flowers. um, I think it's dope. I think um, what we have. It was nice for me to see that the Vikings get two in a row. And then the football team get two in a row. Um, teams like that. The Bengals, I don't think we went over that one. Um, they got a win off of coming off of a, a beatdown against the Browns. Um, and, and, I mean, like, look at the way they were established the run game. Yeah. Joe Mixon with 30 Yo, touches. Joe Mixon is having the best year of his career, I believe. Yeah. What year, what year is and this? And the healthiest him? year of his career. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's very. Is this his, is this his fourth? Uh, Sounds about right. I think so. Uh, I know. Like, is he already got a contract extension, so. Right. He better be. I know they glad he playing like this. Like, yeah, this is. The year after? Yo, I, yeah. I really used to say how uh, I think it was a. I was kind of like. I always felt that um, with. The at the point in time where Joe Burrow was drafted and during his rookie year, I felt as if Joe Mixon like wouldn't be instrumental to like Joe Burrow's success. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I was kind of I, I was pretty that. adamant on like, all right, like why is Joe? Why did they just resign Joe Mixon? Like, I feel like I kind of remember that, but uh, not really. Okay. I was like, why? Like, how does that even make sense? Because I mean, Burrow has shown that during his rookie year, he has shown that he can pretty much. Um, carry a passing attack, but I mean Joe Mixon is showing that he contributes to that um, and rushing wise, obviously. But yeah, know, I, I think ultimately they just wanted to take the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands to some extent. Like they don't. I mean, they, they did. They, they gave the ball thirty was times. Fifty last year was fifty yeah. attempts yeah, for it was, Joe Burrow. Yeah, bro. Like he was averaging ridiculous passing yeah. numbers, like attempts. And so, I mean, they definitely want some more balance with that offense. And it's even better because if they can – their O-line is better than last year. It's not, like, crazy better, but they are better than last year. And so, if they can get instrumentally better there and Joe Mixon is playing like this, and then you have Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins, like, you can have yeah. a lot to contend with. It's, um, pretty, it's pretty interesting to see, like, the Bengals at 6-4. At and four. Like, Although, like, at one point for a week they were the – the, the AFC's top team, and then, you know, people yeah. laughed. We might have laughed about them getting bounced back um, into where we see them historically. But low-key, they have – they're 6-4, and four, um, and this is not what we're used to seeing from the Bengals in the past decade. So that's another, like, team in that, that close competition of uh, the AFC that's contending. Yeah. Because um, every team is, like – in the AFC, all every the team's top, in the hunt. The top twelve teams are all within like a half a game to a game within each other, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, so it also just shows <laughs> that like this season can very well become one of those historical Bengal seasons that we see. Like they just have to like continue to like yeah, win I mean, games. I, I think it's That's just, true. Yeah, I they think, they could sneak into. I feel like they're definitely a good. 
team that's a good candidate for that seventh spot, that seventh playoff spot in the AFC. I think every team has shown us that. Nah, but some teams are like going to be higher. Would you like, say that definitely. they're a team that you don't want to see in the playoffs, or like mm, I think they, they could be. I think they could be too. I think Joe. I think we could see playoff Joe. <laughs> playoff Joe could be a real Joe. thing, especially with these weapons, man. Like, For real. like the one thing about Joe Mixon like being effective now is that the offense itself is so much more threatening. Yeah. Because they have some type of stability. Yeah. Now you just you have, don't know what you to have cover. juggernauts yeah. on the outside that in the in the form of T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Yeah, mismatch nightmares. Boyd, like and you got a quarterback that has shown you that, you know, he's about that life. Like Yeah. Joe Burrow's the man. I think he's like really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how another way to put it. He just he just seems like a cool quarterback. Like if he was on my team I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's my dog. Like, for real. Like, he seemed like he cool people. Yeah, um, he's, like, literally, like, turning that franchise around, it seems. Like, hey, he's so he's very promising so. for them. That's all I can but say. Yeah, so far it's definitely looking good. I mean, I know. But still, what, eight games left? Seven games left? Because one of these teams is going to go on a two, three, four-game losing streak <laughs> in the next few weeks. And I don't know who it is. Um but when the Texans are getting wins and, you know, the Jaguars getting wins over the Bills a few weeks ago, Lions almost get their first win over the Browns. We didn't cover that one. But um, this was just a – I don't even want to really cover a, this. That was a funny game to watch. Uh, I, De, uh, DeAndre Swift did have 136 yards rushing on 14 carries, almost 10 yards a touch. Uh, so that was dope. Outside of that, though, uh, and Nick Chubb, you know, Jarvis had a pretty cool run when he was, like, lineup at quarterback. Nice wildcat run. But this overall, outside of, like, four or five plays, this game was disgusting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The the QB play was awful, and uh, it was just disgusting. Tim Boyle, yo, we got to have to talk about how this man made the NFL. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yo, yo, yo. Y'all didn't look at his numbers in college. I heard about him. More interceptions than <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah. They said the pa- I heard them talking about him. They're like the Packers brought him into the NFL. <laughs> they allowed it. <laughs> yeah, bro. They said it like he said that. they brought him into they the. Said they brought him into the NFL. I was like, yo, yo, yo. Y'all see these numbers? numbers? A newborn. Y'all see these numbers? 40, he played at UConn. Four percent, fifty. Yo, 50% he played at UConn. Passing rate. Wait, whoa. you see this, right? He definitely he knows pigs. somebody. You thought I was kidding? He definitely knows somebody. Wait, you he has I was one kidding. college. Yo, stop. He has <laughs> Yo, he has one nah, college bro. touchdown. Bro, no, he has a family. <laughs> Uh, yo, he has one yeah. passing touchdown. I don't touchdown. care. He make money. That family would be all right. <laughs> Bro, wait, 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 wait. He started an NFL game and had one passing touchdown. Yo. Am I seeing this correctly? Yo. Yo. Nah. Yeah, bro. nah. I'm glad you pulled this up. Wait, wait. That last – wait. His last year has his Pro Bowl stats included? Uh-uh. His Bowl stats included? Oh, man. Yo, Bro. the Packers allowed this. Bro. Wow, dude. he had multiple years. He probably how many how many years did he go pro? He All right, got drafted. Well, let's try and justify this if we can. He had multiple years under Aaron Rodgers. He was doing something wrong. Hold on, let's see, let's see, let's get a. Uh... That gotta be like someone went to that website and <laughs> did it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
Yeah. It's crazy because he's a New England native too. So I feel oh, like I should, he? I should root. He's from, he's Connecticut. from Connecticut. His college stats weren't good. Oh, man. He was just, yeah. Yeah, no. Apparently, the the they thought his intangibles were just out of this no. world. Not the intangibles. See, nah, nah. I don't like that. He was a big guy, big quarterback, had a strong arm. I don't like that <laughs> one bit. Yo, like, nah, bro. He played 25 games for UConn between 2013 and 2015. The intangibles, man. Completed 133 of 275 passes, which, if you don't know, is less than 50%. And he had one (laughs) touchdown in 13 picks. Yes. Yes. You read that that last number correctly. (laughs) Yo. Yeah, 26 picks and 21 starts. So if there's one thing for certain, he's throwing a pick. He's good for one. Oh, every game. Uh, that must suck as a defense. Oh, my God. It's got to be terrible. <laughs> they probably had no faith in him. They were probably sick he made it to the league. <laughs> His college. Yo, I would be dis- – if I'm, like, the quarterback, one of the quarterbacks on that roster, I'm like, nah, bro. There's no way. <laughs> like, you <laughs> – like – like he, nah, you gotta like, he, like he got, finishes he finishes with his stats, his college <laughs> career, but you finish with, like, obviously better stats. Yeah, word. Like, There's so many guys with better stats who probably would have filled in better, honestly. But what can you do? It's oh, the NFL. look good, Mike. Look like a hamstring. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's coming out. A whole lot of politics. Yeah, that's a hamstring. I really don't need them to throw. I'm up by like one point. <laughs> I'm now down. <laughs> uh, I'm probably losing by now. Let me see. Oh, one point? Oh, I'm up by, yes, 1.02. And who does he have? Brady. <laughs> so I need Brady to throw a pick like ASAP. Man. Oh, wow. oh yeah, yeah. 1.02 points. <sighs> Long story short, another yeah. game where the Lions were in it, but just not good enough to win. Yeah. Yeah, this, and uh, oddly enough, man, if they had Jared Goff, they might have won. Because <laughs> Tim yeah. Boyle, man, like, I mean, if because ba- ba- we know Baker's hurt, so we didn't even get into that. But Baker has hurt every part of his body. Um, <laughs> he basically needs a full body cast. Before he goes out on the field. And don't expect his play to get better. Because he, he's he looks awful. Um, nonetheless, I mean, guy's injured, so I can't really blame him. But uh, if I'm the Browns, I mean, he ain't even got no other options. So either way, I, I, I'm already done talking about that game. I don't even want to talk about that no more. Um, only other games. The Finns and the Jets. Uh, Finns got to win over the Jets. Thanks. See you later. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that for real is it because we ain't, ain't nothing much to talk about there. Um, you know, two play, all right. Yeah, go look it up yourself. The Dolphins, man. Anyway, uh, we're going to finish this Monday night game. Um, you have already seen it by now. Uh, but either way, appreciate you for listening to the pod. Uh, like, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Zone Talk podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is anywhere a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before, yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Performing plain clothes
hoes Get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes Or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him Riding in that Zane low Rich or poor I'm still gonna live by the same code Off the throne is how to think How I got home I'm at the mall shopping But I think I got those I got drugs up in my system I might go off hey. Quarter on the beat I told him go off I ain't never been the type to show off And I ain't never pressed Don't make me go off hey. Okay I want a deal But they be robbing Still my buy a crib From north up to Prost Speak hill these niggas bite me hard I feel like ho They feel these niggas flex Too hard they care about hoes For real yeah. Top speed O D Low key On me Top speed O D Low key Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only trying to blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah.